Welcome. Welcome to the Money Mentors Podcast. We do have a lot to dive into this week here, Gerald and Laurel. In fact, uh, you know, one of the overriding financial issues in the headlines this week, of course, has been the ongoing debt talks in Washington and trying to bring two sides together on this very complicated issue. But I know when you hear debt ceiling and talking about politics right now makes a lot of people crazy. But Fed Chief Jerome Powell says this is an issue that could end up impacting all of us. From our standpoint, I I would just say this. It's essential that that the debt ceiling be raised in a timely way so that the U.S. government can pay all of its bills when they're due. A failure to do that would be unprecedented. Uh, We'd be in uncharted territory, and the the consequences to the U.S. economy would be highly uncertain and could could be quite averse. So uh, I'll just leave it there. Now, White House economists have been even more dire with their warnings lately, saying it could cut the stock market in half and result in the loss of about 8 million jobs. I don't know. What about the two of you when you're hearing the talk right now? How much should we worry about this kind of thing as average savers and investors? Well, first of all, when I'm talking to clients about this, first we we talk about what it is. Everyone says, oh, it's the debt ceiling. Well, what that is, first and foremost, is the amount of money the U.S. is authorized to borrow to pay its bills. Now, we all know the U.S. runs a budget deficit. I don't know. How, I, mean, I wish I could run my right. household exactly. <laughs> in the deficit. Well, you just play negative all the time. Right. But anyway. So meaning the tax revenue and the revenue it generates isn't enough to cover all the spending. So they just borrow to make up the difference. So the limit, the current ceiling is about just over $31 trillion with a T. <laughs> wow. Dollars. Wow. So the U.S. hit that borrowing limit in January. So usually when we have these talks, it's about continuing resolutions to increase the the ceiling by this much or that much. And you can talk to any type of different economist as far as, well, do we even need to have one? Do we not? I think we all can come into an agreement that we have to spend money more realistically in this country, (laughs) I would say. But, you know, when we're talking with clients about how this could or will affect their investments, I love knowing that I'm not a predictor of the markets. I can sleep mm-hmm. at night. I know that it's not my job to go out there and say, oh, the market's going to go up today or it's going to go down today. Or it's going to do this. We're making sure that regardless of what happens with the market, our clients are either there to maximize their returns or minimize the losses. I can't control the market. I'm not a market timer. I'm not going to trade on timing. I'm not a day trader. We're looking long term. And this is not the first time that we've had this type of conversation when it comes to the U.S. debt limit. And unfortunately, you know, I I look at the issue from a tax perspective. I mean, eventually the bill comes due for everything uh, covering 31 trillion. I I can't even wrap my head around that. But Laurel, this goes back to what you've been talking about here lately on the show a lot. And that is they're going to have to pay for it one way or the other. So where do they get that money? They typically get it from those who've saved well. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, if you look at it, left-hand side, right-hand side, Democrat, Republican, whatever, one side wants to increase taxes and the other side says, well, we can reduce our spending. Well, there needs to be some type of blend in between. That would be the winner-winner, but nobody seems to want to be playing in that field. (laughs) So, you know, with where things are at under the Trump plan, that administration, they put some tax plan planning pieces in place. And that sunsets at the end of 2025. So beginning of 2026, there will be a new set of tax rates. We don't know what that is yet. But Gerald and I and our you know other advisors here have been talking about it. And it's kind of one of those things where if you're in the 12% tax bracket right now and nothing were to happen, 
likely, you know, come 2026, oh, just increase to like the 15% tax bracket. Might not be too extreme, but guys, that's still 3% then that you're adding on and they're going to keep taxing it and it's going to keep going up. And we know, like you said, Jennifer, that that tax bill is going to come due because how else are they going to get their money out of this system except for taking it from us and especially because of baby boomers, you know, and that great wealth transfer that can happen here over the next 10, 20 years. Right. And so, again, this is an issue we're going to keep an eye on for you here on Money Mentors. I love how you broke it down for us because I think it kind of goes over our heads, but it does have real life impacts over time. And it's interesting to hear the Fed chief talk about this because obviously, too, we have interest rate hikes going on by the Fed recently. And that's uh, actually prompting kind of a flurry of new offers and perhaps some better opportunities for people seeking out better rates and things like high yield savings accounts. Now, Uh, Some are coming close to 5% now. I've been hearing a lot about that recently. But are those necessarily the best places to stash our cash when we're talking about, you know, just turning to the banks for this? That's a complicated question. Yes or no. Uh, Again, everything that we do here is individualized for our clients, right? What may be, yes, take your extra savings and put it in a CD, you know, six-month CD that's paying 4.5% annually, Great. But if they're not near retirement or in retirement Mm -hmm. and they're still saving, then no, the market is still at a 20% discount from its all-time high. I mean, if you walk into your favorite store and they say 20% off everything. I'm buying a lot. (laughs) Five shoes instead of one. (laughs) That's a good buying opportunity. But again, you have to take your individualized plan into consideration when you're talking about where is the best place for your money. And if you don't have a plan, I know a few people that can help you devise one that is tailored specifically for what you want to do. Laurel, myself, Gary, Taylor, we'd love to sit down with you and talk about what you want to do and come up with that strategy that's going to not only provide for you now, but provide for you 10, 15, 20, 30 years down the road. Yeah, I mean, to think about all these different ideas too, Jennifer, that we've mentioned on the show from time to time, but they they do change. So I think it's worth bringing it up again. But we're talking about this high-yield savings account. That could be an opportunity. Um, Like Gerald said, usually for those who are in that retiree status already post-retirement. Also, there could be an option for a multi-year guaranteed annuity. We offer those usually in the two-year or three-year range. There are some five years as well. But that two to three year range, we're seeing between four and five percent. So that's a good guaranteed rate, much like a CD. Uh Obviously, CDs at the banks, we're always making sure what is the best offering for you. We're going to make that recommendation that, hey, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's at LMCU for that 12 month, whatever it is. Or no, this two year my go over here is a better one. And here's why. And then the other piece I wanted to hit on that we've talked about before are our magic buffered indexes. I say magic because they're just kind of different all the time. But we have an offering right now that's 18 months, right? So the goal is to set it into this investment, let it do its thing over an 18-month period of time. Okay. Now, it's a structured note, and with that becomes a cap. So, right, there's only a certain amount that you can earn. However, this one specifically is 100% principal protected, meaning huh. you cannot lose going down. There's only the opportunity of up. So this is one that we might use as you're getting closer to retirement or in retirement, but have that 18 month where we don't need those funds, but we want some good growth with no losses. So we'll probably do a mix of any and all. Correct. Want 
weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.